This is a main hustle media podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Jackie O and you're listening to Militantly Mixed. Yo, this is Rashani from the single simulcast. And when I'm not making you laugh or making up parody songs, I'm kicking back. Listening to Militantly Mixed. I would like to acknowledge that the Militantly Mixed podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Chumash and the Tongva people, and I wish to pay my respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. Hey y'all, welcome to Militantly Mixed, the podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. I am your host, Charmaine, aka Mixed Girl Maine. The busiest mixed race, bisexual, polyamorous, atheist, comic book nerd, cat mom, mask making, Gulf Coast Cosmos comic book co-owning, Asian American Podcasters Association's Golden Crane Award winning podcaster in this podcasting game. Uh, This is just going to be a little solo drop real quick. Well, maybe not real quick uh, because I have a lot of stuff that I I need to get out to y'all that... um, doesn't fit ahead of an uh, intro for an episode. Um, and I also don't want to detract from an episode by, by talking about the things that are going on with me. So that's what this is. Uh, as y'all know, I was supposed to be on mental health hiatus for the month of April, which is just a normal part of militantly mix is that I work for three months and then I'm supposed to be off for a month for mental health. And then I work for three months and off and da, da, da. that way I don't have one big, huge hiatus every year, um, in the summer, like a lot of podcasts do. Um, I've always been kind of terrified by taking too long of a time off that I, I would lose the audience and, and militantly mix is so important to me that I didn't want that to happen. But (laughs) Uh, I have hit a wall in terms of my ability to maintain all of the things in my life that I need to maintain and also do this show. And the saddest thing ever is that the time that I realized that is my first week back, my first week supposed to be back from a mental health hiatus and not being able to get a show released. Uh, so let me tell you all what's been going on. Um, some of you are already know too, I've been, I had, to, I had dropped a little mini soda about this and I've also mentioned it in the podcast group, but, uh, on April 4th, I sustained a head injury and a concussion. And while most people would recover from a concussion, probably within a week or two, um, I'm six weeks later and I am still having a tremendous headache every single day for the last six weeks. Um, and I've only had a couple of days in which that headache has been mild. Um, literally two days last Thursday and Wednesday. Um, but it's come back with a vengeance even today as I'm speaking, it's blinding. Um, it's also, I've also had an increase in my migraines as a result too, which is in a different place in my brain or in my head. So I can feel both of those simultaneous headaches at the same time. Um, and it's been pretty unbearable. Uh, I've been functional, but barely. And 
a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm on the computer from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And because I have a day job and then I'm running my business at night, um, and I'm not supposed to be on the computer that much and to recover. So my recovery is taking a lot longer. I have been trying to push through and still get editing done, but it's really hard to get through a whole episode as it is the length of time it takes me to edit an episode in general can sometimes, depending on sound quality of both me and my guests can sometimes be about three times the amount of runtime a show is. So if I have a 60 minute interview, it can take me three hours to finish and and edit every week. Um, And at the time I started the show, I was unemployed and it was reasonable to do it. Once I started getting full-time job back, it got more difficult, but I managed it. Um, But to have a full-time job to on a full-time basis, also be running a business remotely and trying to do the show. Um, that's why there's been so much inconsistency over the last eight months. Um, and given the fact that I am moving to Houston in a, in next month, um, and I still need to set up my life there. I haven't found a place yet, a whole bunch of things like that. Um, that's just adding to the time that I'm going to be on a computer. And I'm on it from 6.30 in the morning to 11.30 at night anyway. There's no more time. There's no more time. So I've had some recent tough love conversations with cousins or aunties that are looking after me. And um, friends that have been telling me that they can see the change in me. And while I am usually really resistant to that because I want to be a a superwoman who can do it all, I have hit my limit. I literally can't do anything more. And it's, um, it's disappointing, but it's not unreasonable. Like the amount of work that I do right now is unreasonable. So the fact that I'm so upset and so disappointed in myself that I can't produce at the level that I used to. I don't know. I don't have a thing to say about that. It's upsetting. (sighs) So I hate to admit this defeat, but I'm in a place where I'm not going to be able to function very well if I continue at this level. And if I do that, it'll be worse in the end than if I admit that I actually need a proper break. So while I am pretty afraid of taking a longer break and I'll try to find ways of not making it a complete radio silence by either dropping best ofs or, or the occasional solo episode. Um, I need to take a real proper extended hiatus until I get settled into Houston and know what the next iteration of my life is going to be like. So as it stands, I have three episodes that are par- all partially edited um, that I need to finish and had intended to release during the month of May and June. Um, while I do have some banked interviews, I haven't begun to organize those yet or edit them. So that's why I'm, I'm not counting them. Um, I'm considering the, the three that I have partially done um, as the, the ones that I'm going to finish between now and June. Finish and release between now and June. After the third episode drops, I am going to go on a extended hiatus until I complete my move. 
That doesn't mean that I'll be entirely radio silent. I will still be present or I will still attempt to be more present on social media, which I know I haven't been lately, but that has a lot to do with the concussion and and just how difficult it is uh, for me to function right now. Um, I also don't believe that the sound, that the quality, the editing quality of the next three episodes is going to be very solid because of just how difficult it is for me to uh, do that right now. And I can't afford to hire someone to do it. So that's what it's going to be. I hope y'all can bear with me for that. They're not terrible. It's not terrible. It's just that, um, you know, I usually cut out a lot of ums and spaces or sneezes or coughs, and I'm just not going to have the time to do that um, right now. <sighs> this sucks. I really hate this. Um, so, yeah, uh, I will, f- I think between now and it's possible that I can wrap all these up in May if I can get things done in time. Um, and then so that all of June and all of July at minimum, I will be on a break, possibly August though, too. I already anticipate, we have a lot of things going on for Gulf coast cosmos in August that I'm anticipating it being a very difficult time. So I think while I had originally said I would reduce to a biweekly schedule until September, I think I need to actually shut down until September. Um, I'm going to do my best to run some best ofs because many of you have just recently joined listening to the show in the last year since last June is when we had our um, our audience jump three times the size of the audience we had the prior two years. Um, maybe you haven't dug in the crates yet. Maybe you haven't listened to the past episodes. So I'll try to drop some um, best ofs through the summer here and there, but predominantly I need a, I need to take a break on all of the podcasts on all of them. Um, I haven't been on blurred comics in six weeks, um, which is really like, it's like skipping therapy. So that one sucks. Um, this one is different. This one is a different kind of thing that I need. (laughs) Um, it's not really a release for me. It's more of like an absorb. I take in your stories and absorb them and they live in me and then I need to release them separately. But, um, yeah, I can't maintain. That's just a, that's just it. I can't maintain right now. And I really hate that it's come to that because I really always do try to do everything. Um, I do it all in my workspace and my household in every aspect of my life. I'm the, I'm the one with the responsibility and now more than ever, I'm the one that needs to be taken care of. And I really hate that. So for those of you that are Patreon sponsors that are listening to this right now, um, I have sent a note out recently, but um, I definitely don't feel like I'm giving you everything that you need in terms of like whatever motivated you to be a patron. Um, I haven't been providing the rewards in a timely matter um, this year, or even I guess probably last year too, it was just a difficult year. Um, So I feel 
awful about that. Um, and I need to catch up on that. Um, also, you know, it's become obvious. There's been a lot of people who have dropped their, their sponsorship lately and, and we're behold, we're below the threshold that I kind of need to, to survive on, um, not survive. We're below the threshold that I need to be able to produce this show on my own at present. Um, that being said, recently there's been other people who have jumped up their sponsorship, but the amount in which that the sponsorship has jumped up has not exceeded the amount at which it has dropped. Um, so, you know, that, that is what it is. Um, it's not money I'm owed. It's, it's just for the people who listen to the show that feel they're getting something out of it and know that it's a, you know, not free to do this. They, this is their way of letting me know that the show is meaningful to them. So um, I just feel bad that I don't think that I've been able to give them what they need. Um, I also haven't been a regular presence on the weekly hangout. Um, that's also been very difficult for me to maintain over the last couple months. Um, and uh, to be honest, I don't know how often I'll be able to be on it in the future. It's just always there on Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific. So um Every time I pop in, it is a slightly smaller group than it used to be. And I feel bad because I think my, my lack of presence is, is a part of that. Um, but the writer dies, and you all know who you are, that are on the weekly hangout. Um, I do appreciate that you all have been keeping that space alive. Um, I know it's been helpful. It was very helpful even to me last year. So um, keeping that going for new people or for yourselves um, I really am glad that that is happening, whether I'm there or not. Um, but, uh, yeah. So the ugly parts of this is that I had to do an assessment based off of all the tough love advice I've been getting of what's going to keep me going right now and what isn't going to keep me going. I have to release until I can get stable both my health and my where I'm at because I'm not stable right now as I'm planning my move. Um, my day job, I can't leave. I'm under contract until June 30th. Um, and even though I'm miserable in that position right now because of something that's happening in that space, um, that's the only place paying my bills. So not only can I not leave it because I'm under contract, I can't leave it because it's the only way that I will survive. <laughs> Um, Gulf Coast Cosmos can't give that up because even though it doesn't pay my bills, it eventually will. And when you start a new business at the scale of which that we are starting the business, you don't start making money for your first three years or so. So I already knew that that was already part of the plan. Um, and so I can't reduce my, my work for Gulf Coast cause that is my business. Um, mine and my business partner, Byron, but, um, and it's also the lifelong dream, even before Military Mix was a dream. Uh, the comic book shop has been something I wanted to do since I was 14 years old, and I'm finally getting a chance to do it. So I can't release that. Blurred Comics, I did release to an extent in that I haven't been a participant on it. And think it, thankfully, um, Blurred Vision, my childhood homie, has, has taken up the slack, and he's doing the show by himself now. Um, and he's learning and he's having a fun time doing it, but I miss him. I miss the show. I miss our weekly therapy session. <laughs> um, and so, but I knew that I had to sacrifice it for the sake of being able to 
commit to my move. Military mix, I reduced to a biweekly schedule back in March because I thought that that would make it easier for me to plan my move. Um, but ultimately, I can't meet the burden, the weekly burden or even the biweekly burden of producing the show right now. Um, and while Military mix has given me my life in a different way than I ever thought it anything would, um, and has made me a fixture in the mixed race space, you know, the public mixed race space and having opportunities like speaking at the UCLA mixed race heritage conference a couple of weeks ago, or UC Berkeley earlier in the year and last year or Sierra college the last three years, two years, um, being on random virtual conference panels because of militantly mixed. These are things I never would have dreamed I would ever been included in. Um, but because I created militantly mixed, I, I have been able to be included in those spaces and I'm not willing to give it up, but I need to pause. I need to pause. So, I'm going to take a page out of the book of a lot of other podcasts. And unfortunately, they're podcasts that do way better than Militantly Mixed in terms of numbers and monetization. Um, there's a lot of podcasts that take a three-month break during the summer. Um, I was always terrified of that because I thought I would lose my entire listenership. But um, an auntie that really put it in perspective for me this weekend told me, that they'll be there. The people who need this space will be there. They'll come back. And if they don't come back, new ones will come in. So I'm going to listen to that and I'm going to hope and trust that in taking this break, I will be able to build it back up when I come back in the fall. Um, I may have already said this. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty foggy, uh, but, um, I will try to drop some best ofs over the summer here and there. And, um, I'll still be a presence and I can still be messaged and things like that. It's just that my response time is a lot slower now. Some of you may have noticed it. Um, I have been getting a lot of emails lately. Um, and some of the ones that I've been responding to are more directly something that I can deal with in the moment. Um, some of them that I haven't responded to are things I can't deal with in the moment. Um, I might be at work or, you know, something like that. And I want to come back to it when I can sit and think about whatever it is I'm requesting, uh, being requested of me. Um, the other thing is also, I need to start setting a different level of boundaries because, some of the messages I've received lately have been very demanding of me telling me how to run militantly mix or telling me what I should allow on the Facebook group or, or, um, in my guests. Um, that was a surprise to me. It's happened a little bit more in the last couple of weeks than, uh, it's never happened. Actually, it's never happened before. It's only happened in the last couple of weeks, but it's happened with a handful of people and it's been a shock. Um, that's not what Militantly Mix is. <laughs> Militantly Mix is not a space that governs people's identity. 
Um, it is a place to tell you to be your mixed ass self. It is not a space in which I'm going to, in a monolithic terms, say we all agree with this one version of identity. Um, and I'm being asked of that. I'm being asked to to lay that boundary with the militantly mixed audience. And I, I absolutely refuse to do that. When I say be your mixed ass self, I always say right after it that that means whatever that means to you. If you're a biracial person and you need to identify biracially, that's being your mixed ass self. If you're a biracial person and you need to identify with one more than the other based off of your appearance and how people perceive you or based off of your cultural and childhood upbringing, that's you being your mixed ass self. It doesn't take away from your ethnic heritage. It just is the way you're maneuvering in that space. Mixed race identity is fluid it is sometimes based off of external factors like your physical appearance or people's belief of what you're supposed to be. And sometimes you own it more than others. Um, and it is not any of our place to tell any of our other mixed race cousins out there how they're supposed to identify. You claim your identity for yourself and that's it. And it is always okay. I know that sounds like a really scary statement to make, but where you're at in the moment is where you're at. And that will shift and change as you get older. It'll shift and change as you meet new people with different experiences. My identity has shifted and changed throughout the course of this show. Well, throughout the course of my life, but throughout the course of this show. Um, I'm mixed girl main and I host a militantly mixed podcast, but that doesn't mean that I'm not open to the fluidity of identity. I'm right now dealing with my Asian side and, and trying to understand what it is, what I'm willing to claim within that because of how long I felt not a part of that identity. I'm going through it too. So if you're listening to militantly mixed or you're participating in the social groups, um, to try to get validation based, based off of policing identity, Militantly Mix is not the space for that. Militantly Mix is about embracing where you are when you're there and being open to the fluidity and, and shifts that happen. And when you're having a hard time, seeking support within the group. And when you're having a good time, sharing those good times so that other people know that it gets better for the, it can get better for them as well. Militantly Mixed is supposed to be a safe space and it's supposed to be a space in which you can literally be your mixed ass self without feeling invalidated. Um, and recently... some of the ways other mixed race groups on Facebook have operated have started to creep into the private military mixed group. And I just needed to be clear that that's written in the rules of, of participating in that group. And it is a hundred percent a tenant of this show that we do not police anybody's identity. So if you have messaged me recently about things like that, and you're wondering why I haven't replied. 
Um, it's mostly because I was so upset and angry. <laughs> I wasn't in a place to reply in, in a way that I thought would be meaningful for, for you to listen. Um, and also, I think if you pay attention to the show and if you pay attention to the group, you would already know that I wouldn't, um, that I wouldn't do that. Also, I need time to write out what I, what I hope would be a very, I need, I need to, I need to approach it very thoughtfully. That's always important to me. Um, I don't want people to be attacking in, in that space and I don't want to come off attacking. Um, but I will be firm about the policing identity that is absolutely not tolerated in military mixed spaces. There are a hundred percent groups out there that police identity and they're open to join military mix is not one of those. Um, if anything is on there is attacking, it will be pulled. If anything on there is controversial, it may not be pulled because it might be opening a conversation, a discourse that is important for us to have. But the second it becomes attacking, that's when the comment or the person gets pulled, not necessarily the thread. Um, some of y'all might have realized recently seen that um, in the group. And then for the things that I've kept up, I've usually dropped a message to explain why I decided to keep things up. Um, what I haven't been explicit about is when I have pulled something, um, mostly because I don't want to put somebody on blast who might just be in a, in a period of ignorance and needs to kind of listen and learn. Um, and I don't want anybody to attack them. So there have been some comments I've deleted and there has been some people that I've, I've, um, emailed a boundary to, but I don't put them on blast because that's again, military mix is supposed to be a safe space and we're supposed to be there to listen and learn and support our cousins, even if we disagree, because you can disagree without fighting. Um, and you can disagree without attacking. And up until the last month, the militantly mixed group has, has never had to caution someone against attacking anybody. And over the last month, it's come up more often. So I feel like I went totally detoured. I didn't, I didn't, I, that wasn't the plan. I, I was just getting on here to talk about the planned hiatus and, <laughs> and then that thing that's in my heart right now. Okay. Rewinding back. I, I do just want to say that, um, as we are approaching the third anniversary, I'm really upset that I'm not going to be able to do anything for the third anniversary. Cause I'll literally be in the car driving to Houston at the day at which, or well, maybe I will have just landed. I will have just gotten into Houston. I still won't have my stuff in my place yet. Um, on the anniversary date of the launch of military mix and three is my favorite number. So I really wanted the third anniversary to, to be a big show, but, um, uh, it's unrealistic for me where I'm standing right now for that to be a possibility. Um, I personally cannot extend myself in any way to be able to put anything together. And since I will literally be in between homes <laughs> from driving from California to Texas, um, it's not going to be reasonable to do that too. So while I am going to be very excited that we will, we will have hit three years, I won't be able to celebrate it in a big way. Like I, like I was hoping to. And, um, um, by that point I may legitimately be on, um, on a hiatus until, uh, fall. So, 
I don't want to make any big sweeping promises like I have been where I'll say, oh, I'll come back and I'll do this or I'm going to switch to that. I'm just really going to say that the fact of the matter is right now, militantly mixed is going to be inconsistent until I can get settled. I don't know if that's going to change and maybe it will abruptly change. Maybe someone will finally just be like, you know what? This is important. I'm going to donate $10,000 and then I can hire a staff to help me produce this show. Um, that's not likely, but you know, any, something could happen. Maybe someone hears the show and they decide they want to sponsor it on a, on a regular basis or something. And I can transition this into a, a more heavily produced show. But for now that's not even in remotely in the cards. And so, I just need to be more honest with myself um, about my abilities. And right now my abilities are not to be able to do all the work that I'm doing and producing this show and doing everything well. That's the other part that's really bothering me is that I'm so segmented. I'm not doing anything well. I'm just doing everything mediocrely and I hate that that's not me. That's not how I want to, to perform. <sighs> so I hope you all will continue to ride with me and, um, and just know that I do believe it'll be better. I'm just not in a good place right now. And, you know, that happens sometimes. And even, even while I am a very transparent person, I do have a hard time admitting when I need help. And um, I guess in terms of the military mixed audience, what I need help on is understanding what, what's happening with me right now and, um, and understanding that the show will be on hiatus through the summer. But still participate with each other because the group exists with me or without me. And you can have there's other cousins to to rely on and to talk to. And I and I see some of those relationships being built and I get really happy when I see that happen. Um, because the audience, to be fair right now, the audience is too big for me to be able to dedicate myself on an individual one on one basis to every single message that I get. I used to be able to say, if you email me, I'm going to be the one who's answered. And while that is still true. I might not be able to answer that day. It literally might be a month or two until I can get through some of these messages. Um, so at some point I'm going to need other people, <laughs> um, to be a part of that. So there you go. All right. With that being said, I am going to wrap up today. Uh, I do have three more episodes, like I said, that I want to drop before I go on hiatus. The first of those will be Michelle Adams from the Cat Day Chronicles podcast. Uh, the second one is Jen Lee from the Auth Ethnic podcast. And the third one is Caitlin Lance from UCLA Mixed Race Student Union. And then after I get those three released, I will like to go on, on that hiatus through the summer. Um, but stay with me message me. I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. Um, if, if you're curious about what's going on, um, and there are ways of helping that don't involve, um, the stuff that I can't 
have people do for free, like the editing and the producing of the show. Um, there's sharing the show, there's marketing the show, there's creating art for the show. There's a bunch of things, sharing the show and getting people more interested. There's a bunch of things that, um, that people can do if they want to volunteer to help support the show, but they can't help support the show financially. Um, and then for the Patreon sponsors, I'm going to get better. I just need to clear out some space until I'm actually in that position to, to do what I have to do for y'all. So that's where it and uh on that note don't forget to be your mixed ass selves and i will see you when i see you i guess <laughs> sucks militantly mix is a main hustle media podcast produced and hosted by me charmaine fury music is by david bogan the one you can follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Militantly Mixed. If you'd like to become a sponsor of Militantly Mixed, please go to patreon.com slash militantlymixed for monthly sponsorship or paypal.me slash militantlymixed for a one-time only donation. And if you like what you hear on Militantly Mixed, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to be your mixed-ass self. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.